Lewis Emmerich has been in Brookside, Coronation Street, Last of the Summer Wine, the list is endless. Benadorn, Full Monty, he's an amazingly talented local Liverpool actor and I love him to death. Here's my conversation with him on our podcast. Liverpool Live. Lewis Emmerich, hello. How are you, mate? You're all right. Well, now I'm talking to you, I am indeed. You break, <laughs> breaking away your time from your gorgeous family to spend a little bit of time with me, which means an awful lot to me. You know that, don't you? Uh, it's, a, it's always a pleasure, mate. You know, you know, friend, it's not a problem at all. And lovely Liz was on before, talking about moving on. Of course, you, Les Dennis, it was just... It, what a cast! It was great, It was because it was the first... Um, I think it was the first job, most of us, uh, at the end of the first lockdown last year, last mm-hmm. August, so we'd just come out of that, so it was the first gig we got. And then when I looked at the cast list, it was all, you know, to have your first gig with old mates. Yeah. And can I just say about Liz, I mean... You know, I, I I worked with Liz. We did a musical together, Elf the Musical. That's right. Um, in 17 to 18. Well, this was her first TV uh, appearance, I believe. And she was brilliant. She, you know, she's a pure natural and it was, was made up for her, but she was great. And like I say, it was just great to be with old mates, you know. So, you've been on a tour with Full Monty. Could you believe when the theatres closed that it would be this long? No. I didn't have a clue. It was like, and I had, I had some, you know, some mates who opened up, and then I think closed like a week later. Um, and it's, it's just, you know, I, 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 I heard somebody going on. I don't know if it was who was it, it was John Barham or somebody was talking about, um, you know, like they were letting so many thousand fans go into. Um, you know, it's grounds and that. And you sort of think, well, what, could they not do that with some yeah. of the theatres? Especially, you imagine, like, the Empire, Pete. You know, it holds, like, 2,300, 2,500. You could get, you know, you could safely see maybe 750, 1,000 people, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you know with, 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 with the safety thing, the distance, and, you know, the two metres and all like that. And I'm sure up and down the country there's theatres they could do that. It's just, it's just so tragic. Not only, and I think it's it, it's not just the actors in there. Not not me saying poor actors yet. Of course, there's lots of people self-employed who are not getting work. But I think the I think the people, the people in the street, miss the theatre. I, I think they, you know, they love going to see live theatre, and, mm-hmm. and for an hour, two hours, or whatever it is, they're just they're just taken away from the troubles, you know. And I think when they do open again, I think there's going to be a real a real buzz to go and see something, you know? Yeah. It's interesting you say about the theatres because when we had that, we thought we were in a, in a bubble of our own in Liverpool. The Royal Court opened and Chantel yeah. opened at St. Helens and I went, That's and right. also there was a panto at the Echo and they did a fabulous job. They did a brilliant job at the Royal Court. They did a brilliant job at the Echo Arena and also Chantel did a fantastic job and they made it work. So I yeah. couldn't understand why it had to be closed. Exactly, exactly. I mean, people, you know, people like Chantel at St. Helens and, and the Royal Court and all like that, you know, they're all aware of it and, and they would make it work. And, and I think for a short time they did. And so you just think, well, come on. You know, it's not it's not only to do with, you know, we're saying about keep actors in work. I'm saying the general public, how would they love to just be able to escape for a couple of yeah. go to their yeah. local theatre and just see something live that just just for that time, 
you know, they're not thinking about COVID, you know? Mm. And but you you know yourself, Lewis, you're, you're a sensible man. You, you come from the old school. There's many, many actors and backstage crew and front of house who've got no work and no money coming in. Exactly, Pete. I mean, it's like I say, you, you kind of, you know, you're, you're almost afraid to sort of say about it because, like I say, there's lots of people, in, you know, in worse positions than us, you know, but... Um, you know, there's, there's, I know a lot of young actors come out who didn't even qualify for the grants because the, at the time that they, you know, they maybe didn't have two, one or two, three years behind them to sort of get records and, 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 and books or whatever like that, you know. So it's been a tough, a tough old game. And, and, and what my worry is, Peter, is that some of them that go out, especially some of the young ones that have just come out of drama school, just come out before this hit, and they take other jobs if they're able to get other jobs might not come back into the, the into the, the business and, and we, we lose yeah. what could be young talent forever you know and that'd be a shame your father you've got a beautiful family you worry about your future for your kids oh of course Pete. And, and and you know i mean i've got uh, one rio's in high school you know year seven and uh cc's in year five primary school and of course it's that sort of thing, that dilemma. Do you want them to go back to school because you're worried about them being around like that? But, you know, I think it far outweighed. I mean, and not not only did I struggle with the homeschooling, I mean, I'll hold my hands up straight away. But um, they were looking forward to going back, you know, when the date, when, 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 it, when it came up to going. Um, they missed being around their mates, Pete, and, and then the little social activities that they have. Yeah. That just, that, that connection, that that just just being around, just talking the talk they talk. I mean, not listening to all folks like you know they're our fella for twenty four seven, and and so that was a that was a big thing, you know. Me, me and Lisa were like, we, of course, we did wrestle with it, but I think it's going to be one of those things where we're going to, you know, thankfully did you know the, the, the jab, the vaccines out, so it's going to be something a bit like flu, is where we're going to we're going to have to live alongside it, Pete, and you know, I suppose down the line it'll be boosters every 12 yep. months on it but you know I, I think it far outweighs that they have to be, try and be, keep some sense of normality and normality is them mixing with their friends being with their friends and you just have to so, yeah, and, and both the schools have been great uh, in terms you know real uh, school high school yeah. and they, they've been getting three times a week they've been getting uh, tested and, that, and he's brought his home kit to do it himself he said oh, I can do it myself dad when I need to so Right. You know, I, I think they're getting well looked after as much as they can be. And of course, your children and their age group are going to be paying for this the rest of their lives. Yeah, well, I mean, we we know there's going to be a big bite, isn't there? It's oh. going to be like, you know, whatever, you know, it's, it's all going to hit the fan at some point. Well, think but, of it, Lewis. We, we've only just started, stopped paying for the Second World War just before the pandemic. Second yeah. World War. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's... I, what else? Yeah. I don't even know the answer to that. Piece. No, I, don't I know. Even know. You I know, know, it's it's one of them things that it came from left field. Nobody knew it was going to happen. It came here. We've, you, you know, you're sort of thinking, look, thank God that you've got your health, and then your kids have got the health, and that's what you sort of that they're the priorities you're looking at. And it's like, well, okay, we'll deal with the financial side of it. When and where we can, you know, and it's just like you say, it's unfortunately our kids are going to carry that load, but 
what to do, you know. Yeah. Lewis, going back to your career, you've done some fun stuff, you've done some serious stuff, but you've done an awful lot, an awful lot of groundbreaking uh, television. When you think of the early days of Brookside, some of your storylines, you and a sensational cast, because in the early days, there was nothing like it on television in Britain, was there? True, true. It was... It was uh... It was, it was, I'm so proud at the time, you know, my time being there. Um, and, and it was, and it dealt with, it dealt oh. with subjects and, 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 uh, and, and, and issues that, like say, no, nobody else would touch. And, um, it just seemed to sit so well in books. I always think it was like, I, in my mind, I always thought it was like the continuation, if you like, it's like, it's like they watered down maybe of, um, Boys and the Black stuff, especially in the early days. It kind of, it was like the next step to that, you know what mm. I mean? We were just, you know, uh, 82. So, you know, unemployment was still up there, you know, and they're still dealing with that. So it was, it was great. And, you know, the, the Grant family, Bobby Grant and, 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 um, and uh, on, on, on all that, you know, it was yeah. just, it was just great, great stuff. And some of you um, went on, not only you as actors, some of you writers, directors went on to huge things. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been it's great with with Brookside. It, it never, I mean, it's it's kind of different now. You know, there was always that stigma, wasn't there, over the years? If you if you were in a soap, you yeah. pretty much couldn't get anything else. But Brookside was never like that. It was, it, 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 yeah, you got sort of notice and all like that, but it never stopped. You going on to other stuff, and you think of Sue John O, John McCardle, Ricky Tomo, a director John Strickland who did. Um, uh, the first prime suspect, you know, with um, yeah. Helen Mirren and, and I went to make movies. I mean, it's, it's just, the list goes on and yeah. on, you know, the people that that have come out of Brookside, that have cut the teeth there. And uh, it was well respected within within the whole industry. And it was, it's great to be a part of that, you know. Yeah, and it's a piece of TV history without any shadow of a doubt. You then went to another part of TV history, in between the practice and everything else you did, Last mm. of the Summer Wise. Now, I've got uh, goose uh, pimples uh, even mentioning the name. That was classic television. Oh, you know what, Pete? That still remains one of the, one of the loveliest jobs I, 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 I've been involved with. I remember one time we did a scene... Um, the lovely Ken Kitson who played uh, he was PC Cooper I was PC Walsh and it was where uh, most of the regulars Thorhead Jim Whitfield uh, Owen all, all the guys they got on the shatterbang and going out for a day and it um, the engine cut out or something so we we seen smoke come out of it so the two the two coffers as we were were loath to kind of get involved in anything police were, but they decided to follow them and in the scene, so in the scene, so they all get out, and then and and then we're looking at them. But in my mind, beat, I'm thinking, I am stood <laughs> in front of of, of, of British royalty, the who's who, of, on the box, and here's me, a kid from Tokyo, standing there. And you would never thought that, and that's what was going through my mind. You know, growing up with these people, you know, it was uh, it was lovely. It was like. Six months in the Yorkshire Dales, a lot of the time we had sunshine, and it was just, yeah. it was just like this, like the thing was, it was just lovely, lovely, gentle days. It, it was, it, it was almost, it was almost. I almost felt guilty of picking up my wage packet. Not not completely, but almost. <laughs> and, of course, the other thing was uh, another piece of history which no one can ever take you 
away from is is the streets. You were part of Coronation Street. End yeah. of story. Yeah, that was that was another. I mean, I had I had a brief one day thing back in 1986 where I was I was delivering furniture after the Rovers had got re, refurbed after after getting um, burnt out, and I had a lovely scene with the the two fabulous guys, Bill Tarmy, who was Jack Duckworth, and um, Roy Barrowclough, who yeah. played Al Alec wow. Gilroy. And I had to deliver furniture to a few lines of them. But then, I, it, was, it was funny, because uh, we just finished Elf the Musical at the Lowry in Salford, so it just got into 2018. And my agent said, um, oh, listen, uh, I've got 10 episodes of Cry, and I was like, what? <laughs> and it turned out to be about 18. And, and I was with the lovely Beth Caladu, We've been mates for about 30 yeah. years anyway. And uh, and Cy Gregson, who I knew when he was a, a mere strapling of a kid going into it. So it was, and all my scenes were really with them too. So what's not to love, you know? Absolutely. But, yeah, Absolutely. And what you ladies and gentlemen don't know, there is a nasty side to this man, especially <laughs> when he's Captain Hook. He's not a nice <laughs> man at all in Panto. <laughs> oh, we had a ball, didn't we? <laughs> every time, every time I work with you, every time I work with you, I love it. <laughs> You're a, you're a bad Captain Hook. <laughs> oh, it's great. I think it's my favourite panto part, Captain Hook. I love it. Yeah. You know, do you know what? Georgia. To finish off, Lewis, right now, do you know what would be great? If we all listening could actually go to a theatre and be uplifted by watching you and the cast in Full Monty, because that's what we need right now, isn't it? Something with that wow factor. Well, I, I actually said, Peter, I've, I've, saw, I've spoke to a couple of the guys that we did it, we, we did it with, and, and we sort of thought that, even, you know, if you put your, your producer's hat on, um, listen, I, I, when we come out of this, what, what would be so uplifting, like you say, the two and a half hours in the theatre just yeah. being entertained? And I think if Full Monty came back round again, say, early next year or something like that, I think it would just fill out everywhere it went. Couldn't agree and with you more. Because that's just what people yeah. want right now, yeah. you know? Yeah, couldn't agree with you more. The two times I've been to the theatre since it closed, or I didn't watch because I was just too busy crying. I was laughing and crying <laughs> because I was back in the theatre. Lewis, um, I'm so thrilled you spent some time with us. You brought an awful lot of pleasure in my life and many, many hundreds of thousands uh, as an actor uh, uh, in Panto. You're just a joy to, and I love calling you a friend. You're just a joy to talk to. Oh, right back at you, Pete. It's lovely. Pleasure to be on your show, mate. If you enjoyed listening to Lewis Emmerich, why not subscribe? Join me every week. It's great fun, and I love being with you. Liverpool Live.